0: Good evening, brothers and sisters, um, and those around across the globe that are tuning in to the new episode of a pod, on the podcast of the, called Anchor. Um, I just want to say thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity tonight. Um, this is crazy because God has really also revealed to me that there is something that inside of us that we all have in common, that we all deal with on a daily basis, that we struggle with. And that we don't very even know it, actually. There are some of us in this world that don't even realize that we have an incurable disease. And it's literally one of the most important human organs in the body, which is uh, the heart. Other people would say the brain, but the heart is the reason why I say it. Because if we look through the scriptures in the Bible, you can tell that God always points out the issue that starts with the heart and we look in the old testament and i wanted to let give you a quick brief what we're going to be learning about is that we have a spiritual heart condition and we all have the same disease called sin we all have a sinful problem in our lives that needs to be addressed towards god we need to come clean with god of the various things that are really troubling our own our very hearts and some of those things that we do and that displease god not even realizing we're, we're killing ourselves spiritually. We're, we're because we're continuously to rebel and sin and have a hardened heart, like a callous. And some of us have to realize this, that this is a ongoing issue since the days of, of the old and still today, there are many people out there, like all of us, we all can admit that we do have something wrong with our hearts. And it takes a real true surgeon to understand this heart and to work on this heart and to cure it. And so it's a very important human organ. Um, The heart is the most important thing to a lot of people would try to say they can understand it. But no one can understand the heart besides God. God created man, created man's heart. So therefore, God knows what lies, secrets, and hidden things inside the very heart of us, each and every one of us. And so it takes a God to understand and search it out of the very issues in our very own lives, in our very own hearts that we struggle and we deal with daily. And so the topic of this um, subject, which is called a spiritual heart condition that is a topic you can go ahead and take a pen and paper. If you'd like to take some notes, you're more welcome to, you know, be free, feel free to take any notes and take all the stuff for yourself, you know, and and study it, review it. You can always get other point views about it. You know, that's the greatest thing about learning is you, you never get enough. You'll, you'll continue to grow and learn spiritually matured in, in the kingdom of God. And so, um, the context that we're gonna be learning out of is Jeremiah in chapter 17, 9 through 10. And this is talks about nature a the nature of man's heart. What 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 what's wrong with it? Like oh what why is it sick? Or oh, what why is it so incurable? And so the various thing that we can know and that Jeremiah was a prophet known being called the weeping prophet because he wanted he and he knew and wanted to understand the various things what's causing people in a way to instead of turning to God, they turn away from God. And their hearts turn to very deceitfulness of things that Satan has to offer them. And see, that's what happens to a lot of people. And and you know, the craziest thing, people would tell you, listen to your own heart. The, the Bible says otherwise. And and this is exactly what the scripture really tells us and so the intro is about that there is a spiritual heart condition that we're all dealing with inside of us daily and so point one is the heart has a deceived condition the heart is deceitful above all things the bible tells us in jeremiah 17 9 through 10 it tells us that the various point on the, on the main topic of it is that it's deceived above all things our heart it can be very deceived and, and foolish So quickly and swiftly to fall into the various things of the world. Therefore, a lot of us can't even guide our own heart into the Lord's presence. Some of us are taking another direction. Some of us are taking our very own hearts in our very own hands spiritually and destroying it. And see, that is the problem with the world today, even as the days of of the Israelites their hearts were turning more to false idolism and to the various things of idolatry. Instead of turning their hearts to God, they turn their hearts to the various things of the world. And that's why the heart is deceived above all things. The heart is deceitful, very foolish to run for quick love that's conditional instead of running towards God whose love is unconditional and will never forsake nor leave you. And so, and A, Christ always talked about in the scriptures that man's issues come from the heart and where it's truly wrong at. Proverbs 4.23 really tells us, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. If you go to that, that chapter and read that scripture, it really tells us that man diligence means to be persistent, be careful. Like, don't let your heart be deceived to the various things of everything. Don't don't basically don't throw yourself out there to every accessibility because all those things are out to harm you. How many of y'all ever put your heart into someone else's hands when you should be putting your whole heart into the Lord and to trust him and to lean on his understanding and not your own? Nor your that certain individual. How many of y'all had a heart broken? I'm pretty sure everybody can relate that we have all had a heartbreak at one point with a relationship or a friendship. See, we quickly turn our hearts to the various things, and that's why we're getting so hurt. That's why we're so deceived, because our hearts are not right with God. We're turning our hearts to each other instead of turning our hearts to the one who can fix it and can cure it. And so, and B, there is so much deceitfulness That is in the heart of man. Scripture in Matthew 12, 34 also tells us that our hearts is full of wickedness that speaks evil. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You see, out of the very abundance of your heart is what reveals who you really are. It's not what goes in you that defiles who you are, that defines you. It's what comes out of you is what defines who you are and where you are at. You can see, and, and Matthew also tells us 1518 tells us, also tells us what comes out of the heart is what truly speaks of who we are. Basically, is what I just told you. Therefore, we are to be careful, very careful of what we say and think, being persistent. Jesus saw a major heart condition spiritually, and that affects the heart physically, also of each and every individual. Jesus knows the very issues that are going on inside you. It's a battle between good and evil in you. It starts with the very moment that Adam and Eve's hearts were very deceived into questioning and doubting God's uh, and God's word and simple command. The hearts were turned so quickly into believing that they were never going to surely spiritually die. When God said, if you literally eat from this fruit, you will be spiritually dead. Of a connection bond with me. Basically meaning. they the hearts were so deceived. Into the hands of the devil. And that's how the fallen of man started. Starting with the very hearts of them. And that's where we all follow. With the same fall. turning to other things. Instead of putting our whole trust in Jesus. And giving our hearts to Christ. That he can fix it. And so. It also tells us that. Jesus saw a major heart condition, like I just said, spiritually, and that affects the heart physically and also of each and every individual. And C tells us that spiritual heart condition that we all have is so incurable that man can never understand it truly. It takes a man like Christ Jesus to examine and search out our hearts of why we're full of issues, to do a major spiritual surgery on our hearts Enable for our hearts to be fully cured, we got to be willing to allow Christ in our lives. Surrendering our hearts to him is the key. You want to be cured from the very things that you are struggling with. You want to be free, basically, is what I'm telling you. You want to be set free from the very sins that you are committing in your heart. See, you don't have to sin physically to, to commit a sin. You can sin in your thoughts, in your heart. You can murder in your heart. You can do all these things. And Jesus even pointed out to the Pharisees that these very things lie in the, and these issues lie in the very heart of the people. Each and every one of us. You ever thought about murdering somebody in your own heart? You sinned. You committed sin right there. People think murders if you have to do a physical action. No. Spiritual actions Is what lies in the heart and what you think and what you decide and what you do. So that's why you need to be persistent. Be careful. Stop and think and examine your own heart if you are right. If you're okay, if if you're right with God. And if you're not right with God, repent. Turn to Christ and, and confess God to God only. And so I want to read this scripture really quick. Forgive me for I should have read it earlier, but I want to read this to you that way, you know, the main topic of the scripture. And so Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10 tells us the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart, attest the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. And so. And point two also tells us the heart needs a true surgeon who knows what it truly needs. See, in A, it tells us it takes Christ who knows the human heart more than anyone, how it can be cured and helped. Scripture Luke 6.45 tells us a good man will do good things that come from the very treasure of his heart, meaning not doing the very things of, him for, of for himself, but doing the very things that lie to do good to please God doing the will of the Father, doing the will of God, and, and, and pursuing that. Every good thing comes from God. Let it not be mistaken of your own goodness, but God's every good thing for you that encourages you to speak right things. The Bible also tells us in Proverbs that when we speak right things, God's inmost being is rejoiced and glad because you have spoken rightful things. You have put off perversity from your mouth. And from perversity, heart you have pushed off to have this kind of heart that pursues and chases for God. And so. And B, Christ does so much surgery in our hearts that we should trust in him, how he chisels away the very things that are hurting us and that are killing us. We got to have faith in him. We ask him when we ask him to take this major heart issue out of us, it's by willing to trust him. Ecclesiastes six nine three also tells us there's an issue that's filled up in our hearts that is so desperately wicked. Is that it tells us that there's an evil that is in each and of each and each. Sorry, of our hearts that is full of madness. And while we even when even when we live, that's what we have. And when we die, it is to those who are not happy with their lives and nor grateful for the very breath that they have. It's a heart condition that we all have, and it takes a man like Christ to fill us up, basically. With his love, with his mercy and grace and saving, there are some in this world who refuse to have Christ. Uh, Save them and cure them from a deceitful heart. they rather stay in the way they are. It's the most saddest thing to see a soul uh, drown in the very deceitfulness of their hearts. The lies and trusting in their own hearts is heartbreaking. The conclusion, brothers and sisters, I want to leave with you is that will you surrender your heart to Christ? Will you also guard it from the enemy? Will you allow Christ to fix your broken heart? Will you allow him fully in your life? You see, there have been many times I have trusted in my own heart, that I have uh, trusted in myself. And uh, I got to admit that I've never seemed to get anywhere. Now, I man, there's some things in my heart that I set to have a plan for my own life. But when God came into my life, God had bigger plans for me. I mean, I never called to be a pastor. My heart was never set for these things. I always thought I was just going to be a member of the in the pew and just, you know, be an usher or something. But God had other plans for me. When I began to realize that, I began to stop trusting in my own self, stop putting having self of faith, you put your whole trust in yourself, man, you're going to dig a deeper hole for yourself. World, the world tells you different, but God says otherwise. The, the Bible tells us that we are to put our whole faith and trust in Christ. Putting the, the definition of faith means to put your trust into someone or something, and that someone or something should be Jesus. We shouldn't put our hearts into other things. We shouldn't even play with the foolishness things of this world. They're going to kill us spiritually and physically. Some of us have an anxiety in the heart. Some of us have a depressional heart. And and we are so stuck into these things, into thinking to ourselves. And our heart lies to us because we believe the very lies in ourselves. And we tell ourselves these things that we are okay when we're not okay. Brothers and sisters, like let, let us not be so blind to realize that we do have a spiritual heart condition. There is not one person in this world that can admit and say, oh, I don't have a spiritual heart condition. Yes, you do. If you're living outside of Christ, then your heart is put into the very other things of the world instead of on him. The Bible tells us in Proverbs, man, like when we give our hearts to the Lord, our eyes are observed on his ways to see what he has in store how he can fix it how he can deal with it man brothers and sisters out of the out of the abundance of the heart this issues of life do spring out we have to literally literally like come to a, this with honesty in ourselves with god and god alone to admit that we have a spiritual heart problem And that we need to come to God. We need to get this dealt with. Man, it's heartbreaking to see a soul that turns away from God, who turns his heart from God into other things, useless idols, worthless of idolatry things. Man, people turn their hearts into the various famous people and put their whole trust and hope in them, not knowing that they are the same as in common with you, having the same sinful problems. Brothers and sisters, you turn to the one that is able to, able to cure us from this disease, is able to save us so quickly and swiftly. I mean, it's just heartbreaking to see. Wouldn't it be so heartbreaking to see your very family and loved ones when you're able to testify and witness to them about Christ and what he's done for you, how he's able to shape and mold your heart, Because you were so willing and able to give him your heart. And your you know it's the man it. I've seen a picture of a, a little cartoon picture, and it showed an individual with the broken pieces of his heart and said, It ain't much, but here it is, my heart. It's all I ever wanted, God says. It's all I ever wanted. All I ever wanted was your heart in my hands. I wanted you to set your heart upon me instead of the very things that are killing you and hurting you. You know takes a real, true surgeon to understand such a heart, and that's Christ. Christ is the true surgeon of all that knows how to fix a heart problem. Sometimes doctors don't even really truly understand that they may fix a heart with all its physical conditions, that they know exactly how to treat it. But I'll tell you one thing, they cannot treat a spiritual heart condition. It's only Christ that can do it. It is only what the Holy Spirit can bring to you as a conviction that you need to get saved. You need to come to Christ. You need to literally, literally repent before it's too late, before your heart is set upon to the very things of the devil. Brothers and sisters, you don't want to put your heart into the hands of the enemy. The scripture tells us many times, look at Judas, for instance, who Whose heart was so fully deceived. Because the Bible tells us in one in the in the four gospels that Satan entered the heart of Judas. And that's why he was so corrupted in his heart to trade Jesus for money. 30 pieces of silver. Committed a great sin into delivering the Son of Man into the hands of the Pharisees. And eventually put to death and crucified. And shed his blood for our sins. The heart can be truly clean and cleansed if you just allow Christ into your life, into your very own hearts. You want to have a stop having a heart problem? Come to Christ. Come to Jesus this is the only answer. And like, don't believe in Oprah Winfrey telling you that there are many paths to Jesus when Jesus said, "I'm the only way. I am the door that leads to heaven. I am the I am the way, the truth, and the life." The truth shall set you free, the Bible tells us. You want your heart to stop hurting in those ways and stop being deceived? Give it to Christ. Give it to Jesus, who is the only way that can set it free. Who can set you free completely from yourself. See, sometimes you put your, you know, people say, I trust me, I trust me, no one else. You can't trust yourself. Bible tells us your heart is deceived above all else. I've been there many times, brothers and sisters. I, I literally have put my whole hope and trust and things in my own very heart, and it's literally gotten me nowhere. I was so, so uh, deceived and so filled with lies. My heart would lie to me and 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 tell me things. When Christ would call out to me and say, give me your heart, give me your heart, let me let me heal you. I am willing to heal your brokenness. The very things that, you know, I realized I, I made a mess of my own heart. Some people use that word, you have a cold heart, man. Well, a lot of people do. A lot of people do have a cold heart. And we are to pray for those that have such a cold heart. Man, we are to pray for them that eventually one day they will come to the Lord before it's too late. Brothers and sisters, we're living like it's the last days. And many of us are just turning our hearts to every other direction instead of on Christ. Instead of putting our whole trust in him, we are turning our very own hearts to each other, to other things. Some people out there are are worshiping idols and trusting these idols that are dead, that are not alive. There's only one God and he's the only one that came down from heaven and died for you and resurrected and is coming back again. You do not want to be that individual who's left behind because you trusted in your own heart. Because you put everything else as a trust instead of on him. Brothers and sisters, keep your heart with all diligence. Basically, guard your heart from the various things of the devil. Don't give your heart so cheaply to the devil. So many of us have given ourselves so cheaply, like a penny or even worse. Some of us give ourselves to the devil just freely. We offer, we give our hearts to the devil in so many, ups, just, it's indescribable. Don't you want to stop that? Don't you want to put a stop to those things that you are doing that are hurting you and your family? That are hurting God. I mean, don't you have a heart for God anymore? For those who are lukewarm, who feel defeated all the time, who feel like just throwing in the towel and giving up. Have you lacked heart for God? You should turn to God while you still have a chance. For those who are lukewarm, those who are just completely fallen from grace, I pray that you'd come back, that you come back to Christ. Don't give up. Do not give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't let the devil deceive your heart. Don't let the devil grab, grip your heart into twisting, into lying to you. You grab a hold of your heart and you come to God and you offer it to God and you tell God, it's not much, but here I am. I want to be changed for the better. I want my heart to be completely cured. Some of us are just dying spiritually. Some people are just living in this world like it's a virtual reality. Some people go in this world believing that there is no heaven or hell. We have to pray for those who are fallen in such a way. Dear friends, that I just pray that you take everything that was just taught into a consideration. I just pray that you are able to carefully listen to the very words that are spoken to you and to proceed with caution in this life. There are some things in this world that we are not to be walking around and, and opening our hearts to those things. We are to guard our hearts. We shouldn't offer ourselves to the devil cheaply in any way. We shouldn't even be giving our hearts to the devil. There are so many hearts that are already set for him, and they're turning to that very direction, like living like the fast lane. They're turning to their heart, their hearts are towards that direction of destruction. The Bible tells us that there are many go in that buy it. Hell is so wide and broad, and many go in and never return. Because their hearts are set on the various things that the devil wants them to set on. See, the devil don't want you to set your heart on Christ. The devil wants you to set your heart onto the various selfishness things of the world. The very foolishness of things. It's important to turn your, your heart to the right direction that leads to Christ. And so I pray that whoever's listening will take this into full consideration. I know you're hurting. I know you're broken. I know you're you're you have this way of you wanting to give up, but don't give up. I I've been in your shoes. I've been in your shoes, brothers and sisters. I know what you're going through. Never lose hope. Never give up. Seek the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind and soul and body and strength. This is my encouraging to you. That you will seek the Lord with all your heart. That you will place your heart into his hands only. That you are able to trust him and love him and worship him. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we come before you, my God, and we thank you for this opportunity, God. I pray that every soul that is listening tonight, God, that their ears are tuned in carefully to every detail of your, of your message, God. And I pray, Lord, that their hearts will turn to you that their hearts will begin to trust in you, God, instead of the things of the world. Father, I pray that every soul that is listening right now, that is hurt, that is broken through this pandemic, through these situations that they're dealing with in their own home, in their very own hearts, God, that they're able to look up to you, God, and, and just pray and seek you to see what you are able to do in their lives, God. And Father, you could do anything in a man's heart when a man comes to you and surrenders it. And, Father, I pray that they're able to place their heart from the, from the away from the world into your hands, God. So I pray in the name of Jesus right now, and I plead the blood of the Lamb, your sweet and precious blood, Lord Jesus, upon their very own lives and their souls and their bodies, that they're able to not consent into the things of the devil, but they're able to just willingly come closer to you, God, before it's too late. We honor and we thank you and we love you, Father God. We thank you, for the, Jesus, for the price that you had to pay on the cross for our sins. Father, we can never compare our pain to the pain that you have suffered on there. Dearly, God, and we thank you and we love you. And I pray tonight that every heart and soul that was listening are able to have this heart of conviction that will turn them to you more, God, instead of away from you. I pray in the name of Jesus that you are to protect them, God, that you will protect them away from the wicked schemes of the devil that is always searching and lurking, God, every heart that he can devour on. And I pray in the name of Jesus over families and loved ones, that, Father God, that this message will lead them to your to a salvation of your presence, that they will encounter a major presence in their life of you. May your Holy Spirit dwell upon them and touch them and their hearts, God, and set them free. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. That's all for this message tonight, and I, I'm i thankful that you're all that tuned in, and stay tuned in for another uh, sermon for tomorrow. Um, I have much more in store that the Lord is uh, really, really bringing a revelation to me, so much, so much to study, so much to, to learn and stuff and study. It's very good. I pray for those that are that do have a Bible, that you're able to just get connected into the Word of God yourselves. Don't just take uh what was being preached but also look for yourselves in the scriptures see what god has to tell you for yourself and so i encourage you that you all listen and i thank you for for tuning in so to stay tuned in for tomorrow and god bless and shalom means uh, uh may the lord's peace be with you always